Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to the Motormouth Mosey Radio Show. How's everything going tonight? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you can hear me. Just wanted to say, I'm having a little technical difficulties on this end. Hopefully everything is being recorded. But um, just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to Motormouth Mosey Radio Show. Lovely Tuesday evening. A lot of things to get into, a lot of things I want to talk about. I got your NFL picks for this weekend's games. I got some talk about some college football that happened over the last couple of days. I'm going to have, uh, looks like I'm going to have a little difficulty. Looks like things aren't going to work my way, but I'm going to persevere and fight through it. First thing I wanted to talk about, college football. We had some great college football games last weekend, Uh, some mud sets. Some exciting games that uh, people were a little bit shocked about. Uh, One of the things that I thought that was very uh, interesting was that uh, seven FCS schools defeated uh, FBS schools, which is the old Division II schools beating uh, Division I schools. And the highlight of the weekend for me was uh, that Eastern Illinois went into San Diego and beat San Diego State 40-14. And that gives me uh, the first topic of the show that I'm going to touch on. It's going to be the Motormouth Mosley NCAA Maniac Coach of the Week. And that award goes out to Coach Dino Babers. Dino Babers is a personal uh, friend who uh, went to the University of Hawaii, graduated in 1984. His last playing year was 1983. He bounced around all over the place uh, as a grad assistant, uh, assistant coach, Associate head coach, he was at Hawaii, Arizona, Arizona State. I mean, he bounced all over the place, and uh, he was hired as the Eastern Illinois Panther head coach in 2012. I think he led them to like a 7-5 and five record last year, and he opened up the season with a big upset and hopefully a nice paycheck uh, for his school because that's uh, a lot of what goes on in the first two games of the season. Some of these smaller schools are paid by these bigger schools, you know, anywhere from 200000 up to you know, much more than that to come in and uh, play a game. And most of these FBS schools, these Division One schools, think that they're going to smack them around pretty good. But unfortunately for San Diego State, uh, the home, the prodigal son came home. Dino does hail from San Diego, California, Morris High School, and walked in with his team and uh, took down the mighty Aztecs. So, the, like I said, the Motormouth Mosley, NCAA Maniac Coach of the Week goes out to Coach Dino Babers. Congratulations, Coach. And as for the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show NCAA Maniac Player of the Week, um, I thought I had my pick going into Sunday evening, 
And there were some great games all through the weekend from Friday all the way on. I watched the University of Hawaii play on Friday. Saw some great football. But it was a young man who hails out of Hueytown, Alabama. I never heard of it. Who was quarterbacking at Florida State, who wins the award. His name is, they call him Famous Jameis Winston. Uh, six foot four, two hundred twenty-five freshman quarterback. Unbelievable stats for a kid's first start. 20, Twenty-five out of twenty-seven on the completions. Threw for three hundred and fifty-six yards, four touchdowns. Then on top of that, he had eight rushes for twenty-five yards and another touchdown. One of the most spectacular performances out of a freshman first-game quarterback uh, in the history of the NCAA. Uh, Statistically, had the best QBR out of any quarterback uh, that played uh, college ball this weekend. And we're talking about a snotty-nosed kid who's probably 18 or 19 years old and stepped on the big scene playing in a big-time stadium and blows everybody away. Congratulations. Uh, he's a two-sport athlete. He plays football and baseball at Florida State. He was drafted, uh, I think, the – uh, 12th round uh, for, I believe, the Texas Rangers, uh, but he decided to go to college and play football, and now he's playing baseball also uh, for Florida State. So he's uh, you know, a, a Deion Sanders type, a little position change on the offensive side, but uh, you watch this guy play, and uh, they showed a highlight of him throwing a guy out from right field to third base, and, I mean, it was a laser. So uh, great athlete. Don't know what he's going to do uh, professionally, if he's going to you know, be like Dion and some other players and go to sports or if he'll focus on just one. Uh, one uh, another aspect of that Florida State game that I do want to touch on was the one of his main targets was this tight end named Nick O'Leary. Now, that name doesn't sound familiar to just about anybody, probably except for his mom and dad, uh, but Nick O'Leary is the grandson of Jack Nichols, the Hall of Fame golfer, one of the greatest golfers to ever pick up a club. Uh, so that's where his family uh, his family tree springs out of is, uh, old Jack Nichols, a duffer from a duffer to a tight end. Um, but that's that's the highlight of what happened on the NCAA football over the weekend. Uh, again, like I said, if you are listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show, you can call us in at 347-945-7975. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Facebook. Our Twitter account is mmosley24. Uh, you can email us at motormouthmosley at AOL.com. And, of course, if you want to send something to us via snail mail, I've got some great articles that came in from uh, sports writer extraordinaire Dave Reardon. He sent me some copies of the article that he wrote on me, the Honolulu Star, Star Advertiser. Uh, he sent those to the Motormouth Mosley Man Cave at P.O. Box 55, Redan, Georgia, 300774. 30074. Back to the sports. Uh, as I promised, not only were we going to touch on college football, but we're going to go down the list. I'm going to give you my picks for the greatest game. That starts up on Thursday, and that's NFL football. No sport tops it. No sport comes close. 
It is the greatest sport that we play. And my NFL picks for the weekend are I've got Baltimore Ravens going into Denver and losing. Peyton Manning and his boys should take them down. I think it'll be it'll be a decent game, I think. But Baltimore lost a whole lot of players in the offseason. Not exactly sure how strong they're going to be this year. Uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Dennis Pitta, all those guys are gone. Uh, Pitta's out for an injury, but all those guys won't be on uh, on the team. Denver made themselves a little bit stronger, picked up Wells Walker. They are going to have a problem. They lost uh, Elvis Dumaville and Vaughn uh, is out at the uh, outside linebacker. He won't be playing because of his suspension. Uh, but I still got Denver taking that one. I've got New England going into Buffalo and knocking them out. I've got Cincinnati going into the frozen tundra, which isn't quite frozen yet. But I do have them going into Chicago and upsetting the Bears, who will be without Brian Urlacher this year. He's gone into retirement, looks like. Nobody wanted to pick him up after he got released, so he's, we're going to have to listen to him run his, his mouth on one of the networks. And... Miami goes into Cleveland. I think Miami still, even though they're a warm-weather team, I think they can go into Cleveland and win that one. Cleveland, I think, is going to struggle this year. If they get over four wins, I'd be somewhat shocked. Minnesota will lose to Detroit. They go into Detroit, and I think that Safford and his boys and Megatron will take that one probably by at least 10. Oakland against Indianapolis. That may be one of the uglier games over the weekend. Andrew Luck versus Terrell Pryor at quarterbacks, yeah, that's that's not a good matchup for Oakland. But I think Oakland's going to be somewhat improved this year, but I don't think that they're going to be win that one. I've got Indianapolis winning that one probably by at least 14. Uh, Tampa against the Jets. I've got Tampa going into New York and beating that one because I just – they've got – the Jets have way too many problems at quarterback. We don't know who's going to play. They just picked up Brady Quinn. And if you're picking up Brady Quinn, you're desperate. Uh, one of the my big picks over the weekend will be Atlanta at New Orleans. Sean Payton is back. Rex Ryan is now running their defense. Uh, I'm sure they've got a bitter taste in their mouth over what happened last year. And yes, I've got New Orleans beating Atlanta and beating them indecisively in their in their own yard. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. That one's jeez. Uh, Ooh, Pittsburgh's going to be hurting this year, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh over Tennessee. I think they can uh, control uh, uh, CJ 2000. I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to do it again this year. Seattle versus Carolina, oh, yeah, that's going to be ugly. I think Seattle's going to go into town and just run ramshot up and down the field on the Carolina Panthers. That's just Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson – Oh, their defense, yeah, that's going to be ugly. I think that may be one of the bigger blowouts over the weekend. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Again, Jacksonville is another team that's going to struggle every single game. Quarterback, ooh, ooh, ugly, ooh, very ugly. Kansas City, I think, as I picked, as I mentioned earlier on the show, I think Kansas City is going to be one of the surprise teams. They only had two victories last year, and I'm picking them to have at least ten wins this year. So Kansas City, I think, in a very – a very lopsided game, I think, in Jacksonville. Arizona versus St. Louis in St. Louis. I think the Cardinals will win that one. Having Carson Palmer at quarterback. Uh, Larry 
Fitzgerald finally has somebody who can get him the ball, and I definitely think that that's going to be uh, a somewhat uh, at, at least ten points, at least ten points. Arizona, Green Bay versus San Francisco. Mm, now that's going to be a ball game. The game's being played in Candlestick, well, in, in the Bay Area, and. Packers still have some issues at running back, even though they got the law firm, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis. Um, I would probably go with uh, the Niners by at least five, uh, just a better team all around, both very competitive, but I'm definitely going to pick them to win that one. And then the premier game, that would be the late-night Sunday game, which would be the New York Giants going into Cal- well, uh, AT&T Stadium, formerly known as Cowboys Stadium, uh, to play the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> New York Giants are 6-0 and in that stadium or in Texas, in the last six games that they played in Texas. Um, but I think they've got some problems on their defensive line. I think their offensive line is somewhat uh, untested. So I'm definitely going to go Dallas in this one, and I think it's actually going to be uh, by 10. I'd go Dallas by 10 in that game. Uh, Philly versus Washington, that's a Monday night game. That's part A of the Monday night doubleheader. And that would be Philly versus the Redskins, Washington versus the Eagles, and two NFC rivals. I would love for that one to end in a tie, but that's not an option. Um, RG3 will be playing in that game. you got Chip Kelly's new offense in Philly. Give me Philly going into Washington and taking that game. Hmm. Yeah. Philly, Philly by seven over Washington in Washington. And then finally, uh, Houston versus San Diego. I guess they had to have a West Coast game. San Diego is going to be one of those teams that's going to struggle all year long. Houston's going to go in there and they're going to uh, they're going to dominate that game with their run game with Arian Foster, uh, their defense. Uh, with J.J. Watt, yeah, yeah, that's going to be at least 14 for the, for the Texans. They're going to dominate that game. Still the second-best team in Texas. Sorry, guys, hate to tell you that. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Whether you're listening live or you're listening later, we just appreciate you taking the time to spend a little time with us. Uh, one of the things I did, wanna, I did hear today that was somewhat of an alarm uh, bothered me a little bit was to hear the news that former heavyweight boxer, uh, former heavyweight champ, uh, former actor, Tommy Morrison, died at age 44. Uh, That was somewhat disheartening to hear. Um, The cause of death hasn't been released. Back in 1996, he tested positive for HIV, which virtually ended his career. Basically, that was the reason why he quit boxing. But his people, you know, his, his publicists and such, they disputed uh, that test, but yet he still was never able to fight again. So it may have been HIV-related. Uh, if you remember, he beat old George Foreman when George Foreman made his big comeback and won the title. Well, he beat George Foreman in 1993, um, he ended up retiring three years later. He got beat up a couple of times. Had a couple of movies with uh, Stallone. A movie. I think he had a couple of movies. One with Stallone. 
but yeah, Tommy Morrison dead at age 44. Now his people are now saying that instead of HIV, he actually died from Guillaume Bear or Guillaume Bar syndrome, which I guess has some of the same symptoms as HIV. But in any case, uh, to die at age 44 was disheartening. Rest in peace, Tommy Gunn. Tommy Morrison dead at age 45. One of the things that I did want to go back and talk about on the NCAA uh, this weekend. People are all, these guys on TV are already talking Heisman. Here we are at the first game of the season, and they're talking Heisman already. If you go back a year, this time last year, the first games of the week last year, do you realize that the ultimate Heisman Trophy winner, his first game stats, they lost the game, and he was 23 of 30, no touchdowns, three sacks, and he rushed 17 times for 78 yards. He ultimately went on and won the Heisman, which we all know Johnny Manziel. So to say that whether it's Taj Boyd or A.J. McCarron or Jadavian Clowney or whoever, or famous Jameis Winston, Winston out of Florida State, whether it's one of those guys that are already the Heisman leader, it is just entirely too early to even have that conversation. It's somewhat asinine to even talk Heisman this early because as we don't know who's ultimately going to win it, but it could be some guy who didn't have a great weekend. So that's just my little comment on, on all the Heisman talk this early in the game. Did want to talk a little bit about some Major League Baseball. We've got some major league uh, races that are definitely heating up. We've got some that are already over. Uh, in the American League East, we've got the Sox. The Boston Red Sox are up by five and a half, so more than likely that one's probably over with. American League Central, Detroit's up by eight and a half. Again, pretty much said and done. Plus, they're just playing fantastic ball. Uh, Miguel Cabrera is back in the lineup tonight, and uh, he's still uh, in heated battle trying to win a back-to-back triple crown. Triple crown. Uh, Crash Davis still is leading him in home runs, but uh, it's still a competition. Um, let's see. American League West, Rangers are over the A's. Actually, that one's tied. I haven't seen tonight's results. Uh, both they, they both are tied for no. I think the Braves have the best record in Major League Baseball, but the Rangers in the A's are both at 79 and 85. So that's going to definitely be tight for the rest of the season. More than likely, whoever doesn't win the division will probably win uh, a wild card. So they'll still make the playoffs if things keep going the way they're going. So right now, uh, if the season were to end right now. Either the A's or the Rangers would win the division. The other team would actually go to uh, the wild card, and the other team to make the wild card would be the Tampa uh, Rays. But that's if the season ended today. I actually don't believe that the Rays are going to hold on to that position. Even though they're five and a half games up over Baltimore and six games up over uh, the Yankees, I actually am going to pick the Yankees, to make a somewhat miraculous turnaround comeback and squeeze their way into the playoffs. 
For some odd reason, they are never, ever completely out of it. So they're getting a little bit healthy. Some of this drama with A-Rod is somewhat calmed down. So it's back to you know, what happens between the lines. But, yeah, uh, that's my pick. I actually think the Yankees will overcome and squeeze their way into the wild card. In the National League, you've got the Braves up by, last time I checked, 15. It may be even more than that now. Uh, they do have the best record in baseball. Uh, in the Central, the Pittsburgh Pirates were one game up over St. Louis earlier today. I'm not sure what tonight's results were, but again, that uh, that is a race that's probably going to go down to the last weekend, if not the very last game. Um, the National League West, dominated by the Dodgers. Uh, ever since Puig made it up, Yasiel Puig came up, that team has been on fire. They're overstacked in the outfield. They've got too many good outfielders out there. But uh, Donnie Baseball's got them playing some serious baseball out there. So uh, I think they're going to be a force uh, once, once playoff starts. If the season were to end right now, it would be St. Louis and Cincinnati, both out of the NL Central. So there will be three teams from one division making the playoffs. So the playoff game between the wild cards would be the cards against the Reds. And I think that's going to be one heck of a playoff. Again, you're listening to the Motor Mouth Mosley Radio Show. This is me running my mouth, doing what I do best. We've got uh, a great list of uh, college games coming up this weekend. Uh, Watch the University of Hawaii, my alma mater, play last weekend. They've got some serious problems out there on their offensive line. Um, we'll see what's going to happen this year. We'll see what's going to happen uh, when they go up to Oregon and play against, at one time, top 25-ranked Oregon State. I don't believe I, – I think Oregon State's going to have a major chip on their shoulder after losing this past weekend. Uh, so I think it's going to be a tough, tough road for the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, and I wish somebody would let me know what's going on with my Warriors because it was my understanding that they were going to get away from those from those black and green uniforms and they were actually going to implement the rainbow back into the uniforms. I don't know if they haven't come in on time, uh, but I don't know uh, what's the deal with them. If they're waiting for some special game to bust them out, but I am very sick and tired of looking at black and green and trying to squint my squint my eyes to figure out what's going on. And don't give me this that, that they're too late to get in. I'm not I'm not swallowing that one. Um, I think they're I don't know if they're under I think they're Under Armour uh, promoted. So Under Armour can can whip up some uniforms quicker than that. Uh, may not be here for the whole season, but uh, they should be at least here for you know within the first, second week of the season. Um, We've got U.S. Open action. The women are still doing their thing. Serena's still holding it down for the USA. She knocked off uh, 17-year-old, I think 20-year-old Sloane Stevens. Uh, We had three Americans that were fighting and doing very well, but the only one that's still in the running is Serena. She'll be playing. I know Lena is in 
uh, the the quarters, and I think one of them Incas is Azowinka, uh, one of those foreign names. There they'll be playing, so we'll see what's going to happen with the U.S. Open. But uh, with the way Serena's playing, it's going to be very, very, very difficult for anybody to beat her. Let's see, let's see, what else do we got? Let's see, what else do we got? Um. I saw that LeBron James is sponsoring a made-for-TV movie. I'm like, come on, that's not necessary. We don't need that. That's not sports-related. But it happened anyway. Oh, I know what. Cowboys picked up Brian Waters from the Kansas City Chiefs, 11-time pro bowler, uh, offensive guard. Uh, Didn't want to go through training camp, (laughs) so he didn't sign early enough to have to deal with it. Signs a week before the season starts so he can uh, go straight in and start playing. Thought that was funny. Um, hopefully he'll help our offensive line and move uh, Doug Free back to right tackle and, um, and he'll plug right in at right guard. So hopefully this, that will help. That will help. Uh, Terrell Pryor will be starting a quarterback for the Raiders. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think they're still going to start Tool at Buffalo. Uh, again, he'll be one of the – he'll be the first – undrafted rookie quarterbacks to start his first NFL game in the modern era of football, which started in 1967. I guess that's when the merge uh, took place. But it's definitely a big deal. It's definitely nice to see uh, a kid get a, get an opportunity. Uh, I think that's going to be a problem with, with the, the Bills. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle mightily. But other than uh, – you know, some free agent moves. Now everybody's just waiting for Thursday night's games, waiting for the season to really kick off, get your tailgating going on, get your barbecue grills ready, and uh, have some fun over the weekend, have some, have some great football to watch. Uh, I'm going to probably shut it down. want to say thank you for uh, – had a few people log in, had a few people post on uh, the chat room. I just want to say thank you for calling in, thank you for logging in, and thank you for listening in. It's been a great time uh, running my name, <laughs> uh, uh, running my name all over the shows, Motormouth Mosley, uh, loving when my maniacs log in or listen in or call in, love talking to you, love chatting with you, and love talking at you when you're listening on a later time. Again, all episodes are archived on the blog, Talk Radio forward slash Motormouth Mosley, uh, page. You can go back and listen to our earlier shows. You can listen to some of our more recent shows. Uh, w- during the season, we will be having more guests on. We will have uh, some former NFL players on, some former college teammates of mine. Uh, so we'll have some good times. We'll definitely be, uh, once the season starts, and we can get some smack talking between uh, some Saints fans and Falcon fans and Redskins fans. We'll, uh, once things start heating up, I expect things to, to be a lot more fun. But thank you again for listening, calling in, logging on to the show, whether it's live or later. Hope you have a great week. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope I taught you a little something, maybe something you didn't know already. But just have a great evening. Have a, a great time. And I'll catch you again on Thursday night at about 11 o'clock. We'll be logging on and talking sports. Have a great evening. Aloha.